Hi, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca. I'm a certified personal trainer, holistic health coach, and future chiropractor on my way to figuring out this thing we called life. Now, let's get babbling. Hey, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and it is official. I'm finally recording the podcast of my failure, my complete failure of coordinating my human body. <laughs> um, if you don't already know, I had, I don't want to say a major injury, but let's just say my lake day that I thought was going to be fun and relaxing um, kind of turned into me ending up going to the ER. And I was like, hey, why don't I made a, make a podcast about it? Because that's what podcasts are for, right? <laughs> um, I actually, I wasn't going to make a podcast about my foot. I didn't think anyone would really care. Um, but then a ton of people kept asking on Instagram if I was going to make a podcast about it. And some of my friends in my life were like, yeah, you should make a podcast about it. And I literally thought they were joking, but they were actually serious. And I was like, you know what? Might as well make a podcast about it. And I think this one will actually be pretty good. I don't know. We'll see. It's my first time recording it. So you get to hear all the stuff that comes out of my mouth. But that's just how podcasts go. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, I just needed a lake day. One of my friends was like, hey, we need to go to the lake. And so we all got together because we just needed to take a break from try one. Um, I feel weird saying that like I needed to take a break from try one just because I know some of the upper tries are like oh you just wait but you know everyone has their days like everyone needs a break everyone deserves a break um, and if someone's coming after you saying that like they have it harder than you I think that's more of an ego check that they need to have or like a like why do they need to be comparing on like how much they can handle more than you or just anyways that's a whole nother rant I could go on but yeah we definitely just needed a break we needed some sunshine we needed some vitamin d a few of us actually joke that like we have a vitamin d club so that could be like an off-campus vitamin d club I guess um but what I was most excited about was to actually bring out my paddleboard I hadn't paddleboarded is that a word paddleboarded in a long time um, and I could finally air up my paddleboard. I do not have one of those wooden paddleboards. I wish I did. Um, or not wooden, plastic. Um, because those are really nice. But my tiny little Kia Soul would not be able to fit one of those paddleboards. So I'm stuck airing up on the side a inflatable paddleboard. Make sure you like actually air it up all the way because I definitely did not air it up enough um, on this day. But I was excited to bring that out. And then, of course, you have to play sand volleyball. Like if you're at the lake and you're not playing sand volleyball, then there's something wrong. Um, and with that, playing sand volleyball is actually how my injury happened. <laughs> so um, I guess I should probably say kind of what is wrong if you hadn't seen my Instagram, but basically I hurt my foot. Um, or actually I thought it was my foot. When I tell you exactly what happened and what I found out today, actually, um, it's actually not my foot. It actually is my ankle, but which is funny because all the pain was coming from my foot, but that's besides the point. Um, basically what had happened was we were on the lake 
And then we were like, hey, let's just like play some volleyball. And of course, like the competitive me was like, yeah, let's play volleyball and like mess around and stuff like that. And one of my friends was actually taking pictures of us playing volleyball. I might actually post this picture um, for the podcast, but I think she got the action shot of me falling and my injury like about to occur. But basically what had happened was we were playing that sort of like round robin sort of volleyball in a circle. And I went back and it was probably because like maybe I was dehydrated. I wasn't as coordinated. And I stepped backwards and my leg just gives out on me. I can't remember if it was my left or my right. But all I remember is that then my foot or my toes got caught. And so my heel was straight pointing straight up towards my butt and I fell down and I was trying to catch myself but when I fell down my butt landed straight on my heel now remember my heel is like straight up towards my butt and so my butt is then shoving my toes into the sand if you don't like this is like a warning if you don't like graphic talk just like skip over the next like 30 seconds but basically I was shoving my foot into the ground with my butt um, and then my foot turned in and then I just hear this pop and you know that instance of like you're like oh I'm fine I'll just like get back up because I'm okay it was just a clumsy mistake well my friends are like are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine I try and get up in that whole like uh sort of thing that you do where you're like oh no I'm coming back down literally happened to me I was like oh yeah I'm fine and then I try and get up and I'm like no 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 no. this is not happening like I'm not stable whatsoever but of course once I like kind of caught my breath for a second I was like no I'm okay um and all my friends were great they were like are you okay and I was like yeah I'm fine and I'm just trying to like shake it off and stuff and be like yeah it's fine you know because like in basketball or when I played basketball it was always like oh you twist your ankle Ah, it's okay like shake it off for a bit and get back on the court that was kind of my mentality for everything when it comes to an injury like heck the I think I said this in a podcast a while ago I literally fell at school scraped up my my knee and then got back up and was like oh it's fine and just keep walking away like nothing happens um I'm realizing now that happens a lot with all of my injuries. I I don't like to accept that I'm injured in the moment until it actually later happens. But um, so I just was like, oh, I'll just ice it and it'll be fine. Um, even some of my friends were like, hey, let's like go and get it checked out. And I was like, nah, it should be fine. Like, I just need to ice it. It's okay. Um, maybe it's just training from my parents ba- or I think it would be more my dad. My dad would be like, huh, it's fine. Just shake it off. (laughs) Um, But I was icing it and I didn't, I didn't want to miss out. This, this is so bad. Um, I didn't want to miss out on the paddle boarding because I had brought my paddle board all the way to this lake. And I was like, no, we're, we're not missing out. I can just put my foot in the water. Um, I think at that point, my paddle board was already aired up at that point. I was like, there's no point in like deflating it at this point. And I feel fine. Not knowing that I was like probably hyped up all on like adrenaline from being out in the sun all day and just hyped up on fun. I guess that could be a word for it too. But 
I ended up going out into the lake and paddle boarding. I did try to stand up on my paddle board. Um, and I have been able to do it before. It's been a while since I've stood up on a paddle board. So I don't know if it's just I'm not used to standing up on a paddle board or because like my foot was hurt. But yeah, I came right back down and then everyone was joking like, oh no, now she's going to like come back with a broken knee too. Um, which is kind of funny depending on your personality. But I just stuck my foot in the water and was like, oh, it's fine. And then at one point I took my foot out of the water and I was like, whoa, um, my ankle is like a potato. <laughs> it was not looking okay. Um, but I was just like, no, we'll just stick it back in the water. It's okay. Um, and that was pretty much it. We just floated around in the water. But it was when I had to get back up the hill from going going down the hill to get to the lake was completely fine. But there's this like, I say hill, it's kind of like this tiny little incline that you have to go down to reach the lake because Texas heat has evaporated most of the water here. But I was going down the hill or yeah, going down the hill was fine, but coming up was an issue for me. And two of my friends, the ones that were most precautious about like me and my ankle and nervous about it were looking back and I could just see the glares on their face of like she's not okay and I felt like I this is gonna be mean to like older people or elderly people I don't know how to put this but I felt like I was one of those people who needed a cane just to get up the hill because I was like I can barely grab on <laughs> and I'm I'm only grabbing on with my right foot because my left foot's like, we're, we're not putting any pressure on this. Um, and that's kind of when I was like, yeah, I'm going to need to go get this checked out. And of course, it's on a Saturday. So I can't get into like an orthopedic or um, like basically my only options was either the ER or urgent care. And so... I felt like such a child in this moment because I was trying to pack up my stuff and then I call my mom and I'm like, hey, um, and I was nervous about calling my mom because I was like, she's going to be like, what did you do? Because I feel like I'm just one of those people who end up like getting hurt in most situations. I don't mean to, it just, it happens because I tend to do more of the risky things. So then I end up getting hurt. Also getting flashbacks to the last podcast I did about a trip and I ended up hurting my knee. So, you know, it's just a pattern here. Um, but I called my mom and I was like, hey, um, I hurt my foot. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no. And so I was going to go to urgent care. But, you know, of course, the wait hours for that was like extremely long so I was like okay scratch that um plus if it was broken we didn't know if it was broken it literally felt like someone was taking a knife and stabbing it through my foot but this was later when I actually felt the pain in the moment when I was at the lake I didn't really feel it very much I was just kind of like oh yeah it kind of hurts when like I put pressure on it but it's not that bad um so we just wanted to make sure if it was broken that like they were going to already send me to the ER. So we were like, okay, we'll just go to the ER and like get it done and over with. Um, 
And so on my way to the ER, you know, fun stuff. It felt so weird though. Like you could totally tell I was so disoriented because when the lady had checked me in to the ER, she goes, what brought you in today? And I turned to my mom and I go, my mom brought me in. (laughs) And she goes, no, like, why are you here? (laughs) And I was like, oh, sorry, my foot's broken. And it's really funny because like, I'm sunburnt. I did put on sunscreen, but you know, just being Irish and like, I'm not super fair skin, but my face gets burnt pretty easily. My, and some of my shoulders, my arms and my legs pretty much get tan. Um, I'm kind of like a Dalmatian, you know, they got black spots. Um, but I guess they only have one color for their spots. So that doesn't, that analogy doesn't work very well, but anyways, um, So I'm like sunburnt. I'm kind of disoriented, probably dehydrated. And the lady tells me, I tell her my foot hurts. And I'm kind of just like, ah, it's fine. Like it hurts, but it's not that bad. And they ask me to walk to this bed. They don't give me a wheelchair or anything. I'm just told to like, oh yeah, you're at bed 17. Not knowing it's on the other side of the hospital in the middle of the hallway. And I have to walk my way all the way there. And at that point, I've kind of like calmed down from the shenanigans at the lake. And like kind of coming back to normal. And I'm walking across this hallway and I'm like, oh man, this really hurts. It's really hurt. Like it was on the verge of like, I almost felt like crying at that point. I was like, oh, this, this is hurt, hurting and it's kicking in. And you can kind of just see me dragging my foot at this point. I almost, um, I feel like there's a movie that I could reference. Like all I'm seeing is like a bunny. Um, oh, it's that movie Hop um, where he pretends, it's like an Easter movie where the he want he pretends like the guy runs over him and he's a he's a bunny and he pretends like the guy runs over him so that he'll like help him and so then he pretends that his like foot is like or leg is broken and he's limping that was literally me as I'm like walking down this hallway and so then I start sitting in the bed and like I'm not I know pain medication has its place Um, but I prefer not to take pain medication. Um, and that's just my choice. You can have yours. It's fine. But I would rather lean on the side of like not taking it, maybe suffering through it a bit, maybe taking some or probably taking turmeric first. But at that point I didn't have any, I'm surprised my mom didn't have any in her purse. Um, but after getting my x-ray and after walking down that hallway, I was in so much pain. (laughs) Um, The nurse first had asked me, she's like, "Um, would you like some ibuprofen? And I was like, no, I'm good. And she looks at me and kind of gives me a double take. And she's like, are you sure? And I was like, no, I'm fine. Um, And she's like, okay. (laughs) And my mom's like, are you sure you don't want anything? And I was like, no, I'm fine. Um, And then it kind of, when I was laying in the bed waiting to get my x-ray, I was rolling back and forth and you know when you're sleeping and you just you can't get comfortable that was literally me in every single position because they wanted to elevate my foot but because the bed was so short compared to how tall I am my foot was just hanging off so then 
I was like tensing my entire leg to keep my foot up, which just made it even worse. And then, of course, I had this like really wimpy ice pack that just like kept falling off. And so I was like, there's like no point in like trying to get comfortable at this point. And then, of course, when you get an x-ray, they like you have to be in the most uncomfortable positions. Now, I'm grateful I was able to, but the different positions I had to get into and for the period of time, I was like, holy cow, my ankle is on fire. (laughs) Um, It was it was to the point where my mom kind of looked at me and my eyes just start tearing up and she's like, you're taking the pain medication. I was like, okay, fine. Um, Which, to be completely honest, I don't feel like pain medication ever kicks in until the point to where you get home. So like, yes, I was in pain at the hospital, but like it didn't. And okay, maybe if I had taken it when she had first told me, I wouldn't have been in that situation. I get that. Um, but I don't know. I still go back and forth on the whole pain medication thing. So the funny thing was, is when we get the x-rays and they get them all figured out and stuff like that, the nurse comes out with the biggest boot I have seen in my entire life. I was like, um, what happened to my leg? Cause this, this boot, you know, those like knee high socks that you wear, this boot reached all the way to my knees. And I was like, this is crazy. Um, What did I do? I feel like I didn't do that much. And then it was funny because then the head doctor comes out as the nurse is putting on this giant boot. And she's like, why did you grab that one? She's like, oh, this was the one that was on the paper. And she was like, no. And I was like, thank goodness. Because I was like what in the world did I do to need to have a knee tall boot that is literally insane um for what had happened and what the pain had felt like um so then she just comes out with the smaller one which I ended up hating it was kind of like um if you've ever been in a boot before it was like one of those normal black boots but they cut it at the ankle part so it wraps around my ankle um which if you remember me talking at the beginning of the podcast is actually not my foot it is my ankle so I put it on and I was like this makes my foot hurt even more um and I'm walking down this hallway with an okay limp at this point and then I just decided you know what I don't want to wear this small little boot I'm just gonna wear a boot that I still have from when I sprained my ankle from basketball um, and wear that because at least that makes my ankle and my foot feel better because that smaller one just made my ankle feel even worse because I had to tie it so tight around my ankle for it to stay and then it was just this flat basically like I was walking on flat concrete which like is okay but that wasn't what I was looking for when my foot was hurt um But luckily, when I had gotten my x-ray back from the hospital, um, they had said that it wasn't broken. So that was good. But they said that there was so much swelling that they wanted to get another x-ray later by someone else so that it wasn't like a minor fracture or anything because it's hard to see in an x-ray when there's so much water in there um to that could like block little like small little cracks that you that would make it hard to see 
So, of course, like any holistic person would do, (laughs) I go straight to the supplement store to get, like, turmeric and this ligament supplement that we actually gave my dogs because they had torn their ACL um, and they had a bit of a limp and just to help with them being golden retrievers and Cookie being a broader chested dog um, she put a lot of pressure especially on her front um, her front legs I was almost going to say arms but dogs don't have arms so that wouldn't work but we had given them that and so it's just now kind of funny how I'm now taking a supplement that my dogs took um I don't remember exactly everything that's in it um all I know is that it's supposed to help with recovery of your if it was like a ligament tear um but then of course going to school the next day (laughs) in a boot and you're going to chiropractic school That's interesting (laughs) because everyone likes to tell you their opinions (laughs) about what you should and shouldn't be doing wearing a boot, Um, which I know everything's coming from love, which I greatly appreciate. But I will say I was a bit like, oh, my goodness, I don't want to draw attention because it's like when you're in high school or just any lower grade level um, or honestly any other school besides like a healthcare industry school, um, no one really pays attention. Like, they're kind of just like, oh, what like what happened? Are you okay? But then when it's like you're surrounded by people that care about people and their bodies and their injuries, you kind of get this, like, overload attention on you. And I'm not one of those people that, like, anyone would be lying if they said that they didn't like some sort of attention. Um, but the attention that I was getting was kind of like not the one that I wanted. I was like, okay, okay. And it was funny because by the time I reached the end of the day, I literally had the cliff note version that I would just repeat to everyone that I would say. Um, I can't remember it now, but I'll try and see what I said. Um, I think it was something like, Oh, I was playing volleyball at the lake with my friends. I stepped back. My heel came up. My foot was pointed towards the ground. My butt fell on my heel, shoving my foot into the ground, turning it in. And then I heard a pop. And then I tried to get up. And then I fell back down. And I was like, ah, no. And then I ended up going to the ER. That was literally my story that I would repeat over and over and over again. Um, But again, like I said, I got a lot of help, which I appreciate. Um, But... Another nice thing is that because I am in chiropractic school, I was able to get my other x-ray that I needed for free at the clinic. Um, And I also ended up needing to get an ultrasound, which it was really cool to actually get an x-ray and an ultrasound at my school because one of the classes that I took in Tri-1 was called FDI or Foundations of Digital Imaging where I get to look at images of x-rays, of ultrasounds, of MRIs and CT scans and kind of learn about them and the and what you're looking for. And I wasn't able to see my x-ray images. I was trying to get the images so that I could show you guys on my Instagram and be like, here, this is what happened. Um, but I wasn't able to get them. I also tried to get them from the hospital and they said that I could get them. But their app only gave me the like most wimpiest description I have ever heard in my entire life. It was like, um, no fracture, 
mild inflammation and mild strain. And I was like, man, you make me sound like a wimp if that's all it was. <laughs> um, so I wasn't able to get the pictures, but it was cool to see the setup of the x-ray and be like, oh, I know what this thing is. I know what this thing is. And I know what this thing does. And it's kind of like, oh, I've actually learned things, which is nice. Um, but when I got my ultrasound, which the reason why I ended up getting an ultrasound after getting an x-ray was because there was still so much inflammation that they were like, we can't see anything with all this um, edema and water accumulation in your foot. Um, so I ended up having to get an ultrasound, which I was able to see, wasn't able to get the pictures of, but it was really cool because I could see all the bones and be like, Ooh, I know what that bone is. I know what this bone is. Granted, I've only seen it on a model. Thankfully, next trial actually get to see a full cadaver and be like, Oh, that's exactly what that bone looks like. But it was kind of cool to see my own bones. Um, also cause you're able to see the fluid that was in there. I had so much fluid in my foot. Part of me kind of wonders also if it's super hot out in Texas and that also caused a lot of fluid retention in my foot, um, because I'd take off my shoes and you could just see the outline of my socks in my feet. <laughs> um, so I wear Puma socks, so you could just see the words Puma <laughs> on my socks, um, but there still was a lot of fluid in there. And I didn't even know this, but on ultrasounds, you can see like the blood ac accumulation. Um, they hit this button. I don't know which button it was, but they hit a button. And then you could see all this like red or yellow or orange light up. And it was basically this like pooling of blood that was in my foot because of the injury. And that was causing a lot of the... Um, a, that is actually called edema. I think that's what my intern was telling me at school. I might, cause I swear edema is like buildup of fluid, which technically blood is fluid, but I always thought it was water, but I think edema, if I have this right, she actually tested me and I somehow got it right, but then now I'm forgetting it. So I think edema is like pooling of blood and the reason why that is or what had happened was I actually strained my lig my ligament in my in my foot. Um, so there's this ligament that's called your extensor extensor digitorum in your foot, and the one that goes to my fourth little toe. So you have like your little pinky toe and the one right next to it. I tore that or I didn't tear that one. I strained that one. So there was like a ton of blood accumulating and they're trying to heal my um to heal my foot and that's why I was getting so much pain in my foot it actually felt like someone was taking a knife and just like stabbing through my foot um but what was funny is that I felt no pain in my ankle the only time I felt pain was when I was wearing that boot but what had actually happened was I have you have these two ligaments that if you look on the side of your of your leg and where you would consider where your ankle is that little like bone that sticks out that's called your lateral malleolus um and there's a ligament that comes off of that onto like the top of your foot which would be your tarsal bones so it's actually called your i want to make sure i say this right your 
superior fiber of anterior tibial tibial fibular ligament. So basically, I tore that entire thing. It kind of just, the way my intern described it was she put like two fingers out and she just went, it just went boop. <laughs> like she pulls her finger back and I was like, oh, that's nice to know. Um, so that's where it was like, it actually ended up, the massive trauma actually ended up being in my ankle, which I still find really funny that all the pain was in my foot. And the only time I felt pain in my ankle was um was when I had that half boot on but I will say now I went to go play pickleball the other day which wasn't the smartest thing to do especially after the conversation I had with my intern and doc today um but anytime I do any sort of twisting movement with my ankle I can sort of feel it or feel that like stabbing pain um So, yeah, but that is what ended up happening. I ended up just having a lot of fluid, water, and blood in my foot. I actually had more water near my heel and at the top of my foot, and then I had a ton of blood around the top of my foot, Um, and then I had tore that top ligament near my ankle, and then I had strained that ligament in the top of in the top of my foot um so yeah and back to the ultrasound thing I did want to mention because being able to see the ultrasound and yes seeing those like spots come up were really cool but I found this really 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 funny because every time you think of ultrasound you always think of like babies and seeing like babies on an ultrasound but it was actually kind of cool to see the to see the like things in my foot in the ultrasound because when he had pointed the I don't I forget what it's called but like the probe when he had pointed it to where it was like towards my toe and towards my heel you would see the bone but then when he had turned it to where it was like parallel um I could actually see my veins and you could see your arteries but since your arteries are made of all these elastic fibers um and so much muscle that when he pushed down my arteries stayed up, but my veins sort of collapsed. So it kind of just looked like you could see these holes and then they would just close and it'd be up and down and up and down. And for some reason, that was the funniest thing to me. I was like, this is really cool. Um, So I just wanted to point that out. So if you ever get an ultrasound, maybe like see if the person can turn it towards you and be like, hey, can I see my veins going up and down? Because like I listened to this podcast and they said it was really cool. Um, Maybe just like plug in my podcast, be like, yeah, it was Becca Babel's podcast. You should totally listen to it. Um, I don't know if a doctor would listen to my podcast, but we'll see. Um, But basically what I'm doing now is my intern told me I need to go see an orthopedic (laughs) um and that I might have to have surgery that's always fun um I don't know if I'll need surgery I still need to get that have that talk with my orthopedic um but right now I'm basically still taking those supplements that I talked about and having like treatments done at school so thankfully I'm able to get like laser treatment done um to help with the inflammation and swelling I'm able to walk on my foot now I don't have the stabbing in my foot anymore um but like I said the turning of my ankle is not the greatest um and 
I I have been able to work out if you've seen me on Instagram posting some stuff, but it's definitely a lot less. Um, and I've been doing so many bicep curls. <laughs> I um I am not the biggest fan of bicep curls. Um, they're just boring to me. There's a lot of other things that I find way more fun. Um, that's why they say like curls for the girls or whatever the bros say. I kind of forget what they say, but anyways. Um, so yeah, I'm back to doing that. I'm definitely doing more chin-ups and pull-ups. And what's actually really cool is that because I don't use very many machines, um, that, I will see probably a lot of progress because I never really touch machines. Um, And that's where I like sticking more to the barbell movements, the more um, dumbbell movements, because you can get a lot out of those movements and you can always improve the technique. You can always like manipulate tempo and the reps. But let's say in these situations where you do have an injury and it's like, I can't really be on my foot. Um, or I shouldn't really be on my foot in those instances. It's like, okay, that's where machines come in. That's where machines can help. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of excited to like start using more of the machines that I have around in my gym, but I will say just doing upper body workouts. I don't know how much I'm going to fall in love with that, but I will say I want to really work on my pull-up. I still haven't been able to achieve my pull-up. I got close at one point, but then I got really busy and I kind of forgot about it. Um, And I was doing really good on my chin-up. I was able to get a full chin-up, but I'm not sure. I haven't really tested it recently if I can do one. (laughs) Um, But I don't know. Maybe I'll come back and be a super strong pull-up person. Or just be strong at my pull-ups, like, repping out, like, 20 or 50 or whatever. But I do want to say that there were some things that came up for me while getting this injury or trauma or however you want to put it. And what was actually kind of funny is that when I was at the lake, one of my friends there, we were talking about how everything happens for a reason. And... What I thought was really funny was I brought, I came back and said, oh, so like if I ended up breaking my ankle that like you believed this happened for a reason. And I was completely joking, but he was being serious and he was like, yeah, of course it happens for a reason. And then it kind of hit me on like, we say a lot of things, but do we actually believe something? And then when that thing happens, do we actually continue to believe it um because I totally believe that things happen for a reason um I believe that we're supposed to learn lessons throughout our lives and a lot of times that turns into like you getting an injury because you need to learn to slow down or you need to like prioritize something else in your life or um maybe you I don't know, are struggling with slowing down. So you're being told to like, hey, let's like slow down or find other ways of coping besides just constantly doing exercise. Um, So I completely believe that's a thing. But the interesting thing was, is that like it actually happened to me and I was tested with certain lessons and I just wanted to bring up a few. And the first one, of course, is like taking a freaking break (laughs) for me. It's... um. I struggle with 
taking breaks. That's something that I continue to say on this podcast and something that I continue to preach a lot on my podcast because I know it's something that I need to work on. And if I need to work on it, other people probably do too. And it's kind of nice to know that other people are struggling with certain things and that you can kind of bond with it. Um, But I will say walking around with that boot on all day, (laughs) I was like mentally and physically tired because when you have pain, um, it almost, it made me more excited to become a chiropractor because I know so many people are living out there with chronic pain and that takes a toll just on you mentally, not just physically, but mentally. Um, And sometimes you forget that if you don't have chronic pain. So that was kind of just a reminder for myself, but it was also a reminder to me to like, I need to reevaluate my systems and what I'm doing, how I'm studying, how I'm going throughout my day. Um, I know in my last podcast, I had talked about how I'm like taking a break at five o'clock, like I'm done with school. Um, I usually like have one day where I might be doing some extra schoolwork, but like after that or that one day I'm done. And I've been getting a lot better at that. Um, But also just seeing like, okay, are all the things I'm doing actually effective or am I just doing them to do them? Um, Because I think there's one part of our society where it's kind of like, okay, maybe you need to push yourself to do a little bit more. But then there's this other side of society where they're so terrified, and I'm one of these people, (laughs) um, so terrified of taking a break because they're terrified of becoming those people who like will always take a break and never get back on to being quote unquote productive. And I promise you, if you are on that side of the spectrum of like having a hard time taking a break, when you take a break, just the thought of you taking a break is going to be so like uncomfortable the first couple of times that it's going to take you a while. And I would argue like not at all be able to become the person who like will take a whole week, month, or year off, which like, honestly, we probably need anyways. Now, the next lesson that I learned was letting other people help me. (laughs) I am so great at like helping other people. And this is why I had said the, the attention that I was getting was attention that I didn't want, because all the attention that I was getting was reminding me of my of how weak I was. Um, And I don't like feeling weak. No one likes feeling weak, especially having like that athlete mentality. Um, And also during my deep eating disorder of like being severe, severely weak, um, but still having that mentality of like, no, I'm super strong. Um, And actually recognizing that I was weak. It's hard for me to feel that way. Um, and when you go out and you ask for help, it's kind of, you're getting into this vulnerable state of like, I can't do it all, which like no one is supposed to be able to do it all. Um, and I actually was, um, talking to one of my friends and they would ask me like, how are you doing? Are you okay? And I felt bad that every time that I was talking to them, that I was complaining about how my foot hurt or like giving them updates on how my foot fell or like, um, all the information that I was learning about my foot and what was going on. And I told him, I was like, I'm so sorry that I'm being so negative and all this stuff. And they were like, you're only being negative when you are talking about your foot. Like you're totally fine. And it kind of just hit me where it's like, 
you're allowed to complain about things. Like, I know there's this whole movement of like being positive and you have to be positive all the time. Um, don't be like a negative Nancy because no one likes to be around a negative Nancy. But like, you're allowed to express your feelings and how you're feeling, especially when you're dealing with physical pain. Now, if like the only thing you talk about all the time, 24-7, um, is your pain, yeah, that might get annoying after a while. But especially when people ask you something, be honest. Um, I had another conversation with a teacher recently and I actually just was like blatantly honest and told him how I was feeling and he really cared and was like, hey, I want to help you. Like, hey, it's okay. But like people can't read your minds and so they can't like, even though you might be thinking in your head like, oh, they can see it on my face that I'm in so much pain or that I'm worried or I'm scared and all this other stuff. No, they can't. And if they can, that's great, but most people can't because they're so worried about themselves. Even though they care about you a lot, it's really hard to filter through people's faces unless, like, that is your job. Um, so, like, if you're talking to a therapist or a coach or a doctor or something, like, they should have all your attention. But And people around you should have all your attention, but, like, sometimes it's hard with other things going on so just like make it easier on everyone and like tell the freaking truth on how you're feeling myself included and also remember that like just because your foot is broken just because you might be weaker than someone else right now um doesn't mean you're actually weak and being weak isn't a bad thing being weak means that you have the ability to get stronger so stop seeing yourself as just this like weak little mouse that can't do anything. It's more like, no, you're this little mouse that has the capability of being that giant stereo, not stereo, um, steroid filled mouse that people are freaking out about. Um, all I could think of was that mouse in, or that rat, is it a rat? in the ninja turtles where he just like gets like super duper buff i'm not talking about the sensei but isn't there like a villain they attack or something i don't know i might be completely making that up but anyways the last lesson that i learned was that i was challenged with my eating disorder again high really really big um and going back to like everything happens for a reason i definitely believe that like if there is something in your life that you consistently struggle with, this might not be like you had an eating disorder or a hard relationship with food or anything or your body. This might be something else different entirely. Um, this might be like your self-esteem. Um, I'm trying to think of like other ways, like your relationship with money, um, your relationship with others. Like if you find those specific things hard, and then maybe you feel like you've conquered it or you've gotten really good at it or you're in a really good space. I feel like in life, you will continually be tested on if you've actually released it. Um, this is why I have a hard time when people say like, I'm completely healed from my eating disorder on da-da-da date. I'm like, mm, I don't know, because I always feel like you're going to be challenged. And I don't want to say like, you succeeded or failed. Um, but it kind of makes it easier in this conversation on like, okay, if you decided to go towards your eating disorder and like restrict food or binge or, um, or purge or whatever, or like go exercise it all off or be in fear, 
um, then you chose that route um, and you're totally able to come back from that. Or if you decided in that instance, no, I'm going to move on with my day and just move forward, then that was another choice that you picked. And that was kind of the only way that I can describe this is like your way of telling the universe like, hey, I am still moving forward and I'm becoming a new person. And so if you're working through something mentally and you find it keeps popping up, think to yourself, like, how are you responding? Like every time this thing comes up, are you responding in a different way? Or are you responding in a way that you are hoping that you are responding to or, or like wanting to respond in that way? Or are you not? And like, how can you change that? How can you respond in a different way? And this might mean like you have to take five breaths or count down from five to change your actions. Um, This might mean brain rewiring. This might mean like stepping out of the room and like going and doing something different. Um, This might mean having a code word with someone or with yourself um, just to stop that pattern. Because once you're able to stop that pattern, it makes it a lot easier to catch yourself. But with that, I also wanted to leave you with some journal prompts that might like help you think about this a little bit more. And the first one is, what event, what event of feelings keep popping up in your life? How do you respond? How would you like to respond? The next one is, when's the last time you asked for help? Is it easier? Is it easy for you to ask for help? Why or why not? And the last one is, if you were alone on an island, would you still be doing everything you are doing now? And the reason why I like this is because, like I said, we a lot of us, especially people who listen to podcasts, tend to like to be really, really busy and doing stuff and being productive and doing the next next thing. But it's like, if no one else mattered, would you still be going after the things you're wanting to go after? Or would you be still working towards things that you're wanting to do like is there a reason behind you're doing all the things are you getting something out of it um and this might it doesn't have to be like money or like success or like um but I find a lot of the times when you're going after things just for other people's approval or because someone else wanted you to do it or because someone told you that it would be successful or that like you should do it this way a lot of the times you don't actually have to do it, especially if you don't feel good doing it. And it's kind of taking that time to like just ask yourself and be like, am I wanting to do this? Allows you to kind of have that chance to be like, oh, maybe I actually don't, but maybe you do. And that's kind of why I really like that last journal prompt. But anyways, I hope you found this podcast helpful. I hope you liked listening to my big, big mistake. (laughs) Um, And I will keep you guys up to date on my healing process and journey, probably on Instagram, which you can find at Becca and Wellness. Um, And if you guys have any further questions or want me to talk about something, I would love to hear your thoughts on Instagram or you can email me at hello at BeccaAndWellness.com. But with all that being said, I can't wait to babble with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Becca Babbles podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, the best thing that you can do is leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other listening platform of your choosing. 
If you want to learn more about me, you can do that by following me on Instagram at Becca and Wellness or by checking out my blog, freebies, offers, and newsletter on my website at BeccaAndWellness.com. If you want to share the love of the podcast, you can do that by taking a screenshot and sharing it on social media and tagging me and the podcast at Becca and Wellness and using the hashtag Becca Babbles Podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I can't wait to babble with you next time.